The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, motorbikes have long had a reputation for being dangerous, but how dangerous are they and what can be done to improve their safety? We're joined now by transport consultant Connor Faulkner. Connor, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Hello. Now, uh, how dangerous are motorbikes? What do the stats tell us? Yeah, well, the stats are fairly grim and I don't want to be too uh, down on motorbikes because, you know, there's a lot of committed bikers out there who are very safety conscious. But if you look at the data, they're about 1.5% of the vehicle population and they're anything up to 15% of the deaths. So 10 times more likely to yeah, die on a bike than in a car. Just on the stats, uh, which is which is pretty scary. And um, so for bikers who are out there, obviously there's a huge safety imperative. The other sort of slightly grim thing I was looking at is the, are the mechanisms by which bikers get killed on the roads. And really there are three main things that happen. One is overtaking, which you can kind of understand. And um, then there's one which is characteristic of urban accidents. And that is when a vehicle turns left across the biker's path at a junction. So if you imagine the biker's trying to go straight on and the truck or the car pulls across them, that's characteristic of how people get hurt in urban areas. In rural areas for bikers, it's left-hand bends. And I have to say, this one is a little terrifying for me. But if you as a biker go into a bend just too fast... The laws of physics say the bike is going to move out mm. to the right-hand side. And if you meet something oncoming, that can be a lethal point. Now, I don't um, do that kind of rural yeah. well, motorbiking. Of course, yeah. Um, but but uh, if I were to do it, one of the things that would scare me, you're on a rural road, nice day, you're yeah. up there at the allowable speed, you come around a corner and there's a splat of cow patties across the road. Yeah, and I, you're... you're uh, on a bend and and people don't realise you don't steer a bike you lean a bike and that's how it turns Uh, the steering helps a little bit but you don't really steer a bike by by turning the the handlebars it's all about leaning Mm. so you're leaning right over you hit the cow patty you lose the bike. Instantly. And and if you're doing the same manoeuvre in a car, you might go, ooh, that was a little dive. Yeah. Ooh, might, might better be a bit. On a bike, you could be gone. So you're you're never more than a heartbeat away from something catastrophic. Um, and, you know, there's bikers out there listening to us who'll be saying, you know, no, that's not too bad. You can be very safety conscious. And you can. Um, I mean, bike safety is still an outlier, but it's, it's a, a lot better than it used to be. Things like PPE are much better. Basic training is much better. General road standards have improved a lot. So I wouldn't say to people don't use a bike but I think you have to be conscious of just how dangerous it is. My great regret is the bike that I have which is a BMW C1. It has the cabin on top. You know it, it is a safety cage and it allegedly and I've never had to test it is as safe as a small car. If it goes over, you are contained within the safety cage. You're seat belted in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the warning is, if you go over, don't put your foot out because you'll break your, your leg. Just keep trust your Trust the cocoon that you're in. Trust the cocoon. Yeah. And they've stopped making it. Well, which is know, a tragedy the, as far the, as I'm but, concerned. But if you look at some of the other improvements that have been made, Pat, uh, the quality of PPE equipment is unbelievably good these days. Uh, there are airbags that you can wear. Uh, which are astonishing technology, but they work really, really effectively and they will detect a crash. They'll detect the biker's movement if you tip off the bike and they will go off and provide protection. So it'd be like the Michelin Man 
for a, a few seconds anyway yeah. until the and, airbag goes and, down again. And, and it works astonishingly well. You can buy now a pair of designer jeans where, you know, 10 years ago you had to get sweaty leathers probably up the north. You can now go into a, there's a megabike showroom in Walkinstown or Ballymount. You can go in there. There's a floor full of PPE equipment. You can buy a pair of designer jeans that have a Kevlar weave in them uh, and that have body armour built in and will provide you with a better level of protection than, than the leathers of 10, 15 years ago. It's amazing what's been achieved. Okay, so the so-called road rash that people can get when they come off a bike. I mean, one of the issues about a bike, they say, is that you should part company from the bike as quickly as you can if it is going over. Mm. You don't stay under the bike. Yeah, and you, people have seen YouTube footage of bike crashes and sometimes if the rider is thrown immediately clear, then the rider can, you know, if there's enough space and there isn't an obstacle for the rider to hit, can actually skid along the tarmac for a distance protected by the PPE and stand up and walk away. Um, you, you've got to obviously have head protection, etc. And there's no good way to come off a motorbike. Um, but you're probably safer with modern equipment. You're also much safer with modern training. There, there is now initial basic training for all riders. Uh, still a bit of a deficiency there. I mean, th- there's no NCT for bikes, for example. Uh, but there's an improving bike culture. Uh, you'll see people riding out at the weekends on uh, sort of fine big bikes and uh, they're very well equipped. They'll be in a group with a road pilot. They'll be um, very, very safety conscious. So it's a better culture I think than we had before um, but for me there's a touch of the Russian roulette to it because yeah. it could be somebody else's mistake Yeah. Now uh, a biker will wear a helmet mm. and uh, many of them if they're serious uh, about c- long commutes and so on will wear this protective gear whether it's just the leathers or this uh, high tech Kevlar but I'm thinking of the guys on the little uh, electric yeah. scooters Indeed. And, uh, how, how vulnerable they are I mean we're in the infancy of that particular yeah, business, but, but a lot more of those will be on the road than motorbikes. Correct, and we're starting to see those in Irish fatalities, I'm sorry to say. And that's just an inevitable facet of numbers. So when we say bikers, that is the people of a Sunday on a, on a Honda Goldware, big Harley, big bikes riding out in groups. It's also the student on a Vespa trying to get where they're going in the city. Um, and as I say, in urban areas on those light vehicles, um, you, you see people travelling on them and you just worry about what could happen in a crash. Um, and, and they are much, much more vulnerable than almost anybody else mm. on the road. Uh, some of the texts come in. I've ridden for 40 years. Yes, it is super dangerous, but car drivers are the biggest issue. Uh, mm. That is to obviously discounting bike riders who also ride in a silly way. However, the roads are also terrible for bikes. Uh, there are manhole covers in the apex of bends everywhere in the roads uh, and generally speaking for bikers the roads are bad yeah. uh, remember says this texter we are a growing cohort in other words another one says biker fatalities are caused by careless car drivers uh, that uh, is th- true but it's no consolation to the dead biker it, it may be a case that local authorities everywhere have a tendency to build a road for cars and then use it to accommodate all other modes rather than thinking about bikes and thinking about other modes as, as bends are designed, for example. Um, but yeah, the, the road network is littered with dangers for bikers that motorists just don't see.
Uh, the stats for 2022, 18 motorcycle deaths. And yeah. that was an increase of five on 2021. Yeah, that's right. And our road stats generally are trending in a bad direction. Irish road deaths are up 10% since pre-pandemic. In the context where across Europe, they're actually down about 10%. So all of our indicators are drifting in a bad direction at the moment. Yeah. So uh, from a motorist point of view, what do you say to them in terms of being uh, safe, uh, safety conscious for bikers and motorbikes are a kind of a, a reasonable sized presence on the you road. So you should them. be able to see them. Although uh, as someone on a motorbike, the number of times a car will shoot out of a driveway, for example. And cars can be complacent. I mean, I've had a, a biker say to me that he wears a yellow vis and a white helmet on his bike because he looks like a guard. And he said, and then motorists <laughs> notice me. Um, but uh, look, the greater duty of care is on car owners because, it, you know, bikes don't knock down cars and kill them. It happens the other way around. For the motorist, for me, the acute danger is urban junctions and checking on your left. Uh, and that'll affect cyclists, e-bikes and also motorcyclists. But just generally, the duty of care is that you are the one with the capacity to do damage if you're in the car. So you must be careful at all yeah. times. The other element uh, that people should watch out for are the potholes. And when they are filled with water, they just look like the rest of the road surface. If a car goes in, you might burst a tyre, you might damage your tracking. If a bike yeah. goes in, you're off the bike. Yeah, and you can see across the country where roads are worse, you get more suspension NCT fails in counties that we know have loads of potholes. So it's a real factor. Um, and I think from the car driver's point of view, if there's a bike in front of you, he might hit something, he might have to move right. Um, so again, your duty of care. There was an old road safety ad that said you should treat a motorbike like a small car in the context of the amount of space that you give to it. Um, and I think we should remember that. As I say, car users have a tendency to take their space and think everybody else fits around them. You really do have to be bike conscious. Mm. I'm just waiting, though, for the next generation of the kind of bike that I have, um, which would be electrically powered rather than petrol powered, yeah. would have a safety cage. You know, is the ultimate in personal transport that is safe. Yeah, well, you know, electric bikes aren't really taking off, so to speak. I mean, there are the equivalent of your 50cc electric bikes for pootling around the city, bigger than an e-scooter. But when it comes to the big machines... Yeah, with I've, the big I've driven the BMW scooter. I test drove it. Uh, it doesn't have a big enough fairing uh, for me, as far as I was concerned. Lightning fast. Yeah, and at the time was treated as the equivalent of a 50cc motorbike. I don't know whether they've changed those rules. They have, and they're governing on the basis of speed now. Um, but yeah, a different animal. But the big bikers don't like them. They, they m m want the feel of that, that engine that they're riding. But So it hasn't, hasn't really, electric Harleys haven't really taken off yet. Mm. And they don't call them donor cycles for nothing. I recently uh, played music for a memorial event where bikers were celebrating their fallen fellow riders. I couldn't help but feel if they weren't on bikes, we wouldn't need to have that memorial. Yeah. Uh, do what you're going to do, but buy the ticket if you take the ride. Interesting that donor cycles because yeah. the number of I've, I've organ donations as a result of biker deaths. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I, I've known people who are emergency doctors who actually refer to, to motorcyclists as organ donors with, with grim humour. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? It's true. It's an adult decision to ride a motorbike. And look, lots of activity has risk um, and, and you, you're within your rights to take those risks. But clearly they have to be sensible and if you do all the right things in terms of training and PPE etc and road caution and then it's a very safe and happy activity to do but remember those dangers. Connor Falkman Transport Consultant uh, thank you very much The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am
on News Talk.